Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Austin, Texas. You ever been? You ever been to Austin, Texas? They've got very, very good barbecue. I was in Austin a few times for South by Southwest, which is an incredible, incredible show. Really, truly, something worth doing once. Just the the mass of people, the technology, the, the art. It's terrific. But I bring up Austin because, well, they've got a problem in the airport. According to the reporting, they, uh, they don't have fuel. The Austin airport has sent out a fuel shortage alert amid what is known as increased flight activity. And someone took a stroll through the airport and noticed that the line for TSA wrapped around the entire building. That's that's not a that's not a joke. It's it's exactly what's happening. I find it interesting that people are flying for 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 spring break. I do not find it surprising that there are fuel shortages. We knew it was going to come. We knew it was going to happen. We have understood, regardless of whether or not the the Biden administration likes it, that things are not good. That supply chain issues are very real. They are getting more and more dangerous all the time. Yet we have an administration that thinks that somehow it can blame the Trump administration Compared to 2020, we're reducing the size of the deficit relative to our economy by almost two-thirds, reducing inflationary pressures, and making real headway cleaning up the fiscal mess I inherited. The fiscal mess he inherited, he says. Oh, it's, it's, it's Obama all over again. So while they're trying to spin that there's a great economy going on, They're also trying to spin that Biden just spent four days in Europe and everything was fine. Totally fine. No problems. No issues. Why would you even say such a thing? Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. There were problems and there were issues. Tony Katz, that's me. Hey, how are you? Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. That is the number. 833-GOT-TONY. Seriously, if, if you think everything is great with the economy. Uh, come on, uh, call in. Show me. 833-468-8669. Tell me where. Tell me where everything is just great with the economy. Biden is pushing forth uh, his budget. Was it like $6 trillion? And already hearing Democrats say, oh, this is so terrific. It's going to cut spending. It's It's sad. It's sad that a a party, right? This is the thing that they're supposed to be opposed about with Trump. That Trump's got everybody so scared. Everybody's just going to agree with Trump. Nobody will stand up to Trump. He's just too powerful. Tell me something that the Democrats stand up for. Oh, uh, Joe Manchin stands uh, against uh, unnecessary spending, and so and uh, and uh, Kirsten Cinema stands up against uh, destroying the filibuster. And what do Democrats do to them? Democrats want to burn them to the ground, and it's okay to follow Senator Cinema into the women's restroom. Well, look what you did to Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. You mean never talk about them again? 
there they sit on the January 6th committee and they're recommending people to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, investigated by the Justice Department. And they're not honoring subpoenas and they should be referred to the Justice Department for, for, for legal action. Liz Cheney and I would probably agree about a multitude of policies. She's just wrong on this. She cannot like Trump and not be a part of this nonsense machinery known as the January 6th committee. She could be opposed to Trump running again and not be a part of this. But she couldn't keep her job in leadership and do this because her job in leadership is to get people rallied together. And they ain't rallied together on this subject. And they're not rallied together for someone who wants to make an argument that isn't based in sound reasoning and isn't where America is focused. They're focused on this economy. And they're certainly going to be focused as people start taking flights all across the country for spring breaks. I don't know if it's just where I'm at, where where people are on spring break. I think this is spring break time. And you've got a TSA line that goes for thousands of people. My wife left on Friday, and she said it was a big deal. Tell me more about January 6th, though. Tell me more. Wait, did your wife go on spring break without you? Uh, No. So she works at a school. She's a therapist for them. And so we had – my parents are staying in Palm Springs right now. And so they invite both of us, but I was like, I I have to work. I can't do it. So she's like, well, I'm going to go. And I said, have fun. That's a new age couple right there. Right there, my people. Uh, translation, yes, she went on spring break without him. I, I wasn't offended. No, and I didn't say you were offended. I'm just saying how it happened. That's all. People could go on trips. I, I, I don't think you have to go together to prove that you're a good couple. I think people can do their own things. I'm totally down with it. <laughs> she's with my parents, so. Well, I mean... <laughs> she's got her fetish. But the, the, the bigger story here is that this is where people are thinking. This is where people are at. In that, maybe they have lost the fact that Joe Biden is spinning for his life when it comes to his trip to Europe. The couple days in Belgium, the couple days in Poland, talking to NATO, this did not go well. The Jen Rubens of the world from the Washington Post, a, a, a pathetic woman, she is. It's one thing to not like Trump. It's another thing to let Trump break you in two. And a lot of people, we've met a lot of people like this. Trump broke them. Unnecessarily. I think if you just approach things in a rational way, you'll be able to engage with things in a rational way. But if you're insane, you're going to be driven insane. And that's what happened to Jennifer Rubin, who wants to call Biden's speeches in, in, in Europe masterful and all. He's such a command of, of foreign policy. Does this sound like a guy who has a command of foreign policy? So saying he cannot remain in power does not mean regime change. What does it mean? It means that I would hope he, I just it was expressing my outrage. He shouldn't remain in power. Just like, you know, bad people shouldn't continue to do bad things. But it doesn't mean we have a fundamental policy to do anything to take Putin down in any way. This is what Joe Biden said in Poland. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. That sounds like regime change. But let's say you say to me, Tony, 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 wait one second here. Tony, 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 Tony. Ah. 
What if I took that out of context? What if you need a little more context in Joe Biden's speech to determine whether or not that was calling for regime change? Well, sure. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principles, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for your patience. Thank you. Was that a call for regime change? The answer is, when you're the President of the United States, yes. If you want to argue, why are Republicans saying this? What, they're okay with Putin in power? Do you know what kind of dope you are to say that? Uh, Allow me. You are a huge dope. If you say, if if you look at this and say, well, this is clearly a call to regime change, which it was, and you're like, no, that's just Republicans supporting Putin. You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. Like people like Don Lemon, great big phonies. He said what he said, and if it wasn't clear, he has to now spin it, and that's why he's talking about it, because it wasn't clear. And it's not that it's just you and me. It's reporters in the White House who are getting yelled at by this old man for noting what he said. Can you help us understand you have more foreign policy experience than any president who's ever held this office? Whether those are your personal feelings or your feelings as president, do you understand why people would believe you as someone commanding one of the largest nuclear arsenals in the world, saying someone cannot remain in power is a statement of U.S. policy? And also, are you concerned about propaganda use of those remarks by the Russians? No and no. Tell me why. You have so much experience. You are the leader of this country. Because it's ridiculous. Nobody believes we're going to take down. I was, going to, I was talking about taking down Putin. Nobody would believe that. Why not? Because you're not believable? Because you're not a serious man? Because you lack the intellect? Because you lack the strength? Because you lack the toughness? Because you lack the skill? Because you are fundamentally lacking as a leader and as a man? Some people are fundamentally lacking as a leader and as a woman. I can define what a woman is, so I feel pretty good in saying all this. That when you say it, no one believes it. When you say it, no one believes that, that uh, you, you mean a regime change. That isn't how the world takes it. There were a series of things that Joe Biden did that, well, are huge, massive failures. If we want to take a look at all of them, Right, you have this this call for regime change. You have uh, Joe Biden telling uh, members of the 82nd Airborne in Poland that when they get to Ukraine, they'll see this and that. When they get to Ukraine, you mean American troops are going to Ukraine? That's what he said. It doesn't matter if it's what he meant; it's what he said. And therefore, if you're walking it back and you're the Biden administration, you failed. How about this idea of, I never said sanctions were going to do anything. Sanctions wouldn't deter uh, Russia. All you did was tell us that sanctions would deter Russia. That's all you did is tell us this.
There are a series of things that Biden said that had to be walked back. And here is Peter Ducey asking him about it. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know none of the three occurred. None of the three. Occurred. None of the three. Mr. President, you, you, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We we're talking about helping train the troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's what the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending. To I was referring to with meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops who are in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind, it will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You got to be silly. The world wants to know. The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. If you say if Russia engages in chemical weapons, which they have done in Syria, that you're going to respond in kind, in kind only means one thing. You're going to respond to what they've done with the same exact thing. So if they engage chemical weapons, you're going to engage chemical weapons. This is not a debate. That's what it means. Anything else is spin. Everything else is spin. And when you get back from a four-day trip while Russia is invading Ukraine and you're trying to keep the NATO alliance strong and you have to walk back change, uh, uh, redefine four things, including America using chemical weapons, and there's a question, do we even have chemical weapons? I mean, it's just not what we do, and we should not. I want to be clear. We should absolutely not be using chemical weapons of any kind at all. Um, This is a bad trip. It's a bad trip from Joe Biden. It's incompetence from Joe Biden, and that's the story. People are going to talk about the walkbacks. No, let's talk about the incompetence. He doesn't know how to lead. You think NATO is taking his lead? No, these European allies are talking because they realize they have to do it themselves. They can't depend on America when there's a guy like Joe Biden in the Oval. They realize this now, and now they're starting to do something about it. I only hope that continues for their sake. The United States will have the hardware... But with guys like Biden, we don't have the leadership. And it it feels awful, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel awful to know that we don't have the leadership? People are starting to realize this, and that's why there is rumor. That people are starting to talk about the 25th Amendment. Yeah, I'm not I'm not there. You're going to have the cabinet remove Joe Biden because he's incompetent and replace it replace him uh with this. 
You're going to replace Joe Biden, the president of the United States, with this? The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. That. You, th- you think that is where we should have the power. I mean, people are already suggesting that she be forced to resign so you can nominate somebody else, so you can get rid of Biden, so maybe there's some competence. Uh, the problem is um, the party hasn't shown competence. The party has shown fealty to an ideology, and that is all. And this is why people feel like, dear Lord, everything is wrong. Because some things are really wrong, but you cannot let it destroy you. I'll share more. Keep it right here, guys. I'm Tony Katz. So Representative Ocasio-Cortez is back on the tear. She's found some great liberal things to talk about again, including how Joe Biden, he could right now put an end to student debt. It is Biden's power and ability to cancel student debt and nobody else's. Well, with with his falling um, uh, approval numbers, one would think that they might be open to trying something other than, you know, sort of cruising down a path to a very tough reelection. Do you get any sense of whether or not they're open to that? I think- well, we'll get into more of it. But what an interesting take. You know, uh, hey, you're, you're, you're doing horrible in the polls. Uh, maybe this will help you uh, get some votes if you uh, give people money. I expect nothing less from Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Giving uh, people uh, other people's money is kind of her thing. When she wore the dress that said tax the rich, she wasn't lying to you. It's who she is. All right, Will Smith has apologized. Like, that matters. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. So Will Smith has apologized. Do any of us care at all? Does it matter if Will Smith has apologized? Does it change anything that Will Smith has apologized? Does it somehow make what he did less uh, uh, egregious? I don't believe that to be the case. I don't think that that's true at, at all. And I don't think anybody else does either. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, and of course, Rumble. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. That's where, that's where you go. You should be a part of what we're doing. 
over there. And sometimes sometimes we even make the show uh, live over there, which is pretty cool. We it's it's fun. It's a good time. Had had by all. We're just putting more things in more spots. It's just been it's been cool as can be. Um this is strange. And it's strange because the idea that anybody thinks that it takes away from what he did, slapping Chris Rock. And and for what? Because he thought a joke was funny, his wife didn't, and he decided, my goodness, I have to do something about this. I have to I have to speak out now. He is the one who realized that he was was laughing at a joke but his 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 wife wasn't that's what happened did you if you didn't see what happened make sure you get it not twisted he laughed at the joke regarding GI Jane which was not insulting or rude it wasn't the end of days not at all. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So we're clear, there is absolutely, positively, nothing wrong with that. Nothing. It wasn't rude, it wasn't crude, it wasn't anything except fine. And for that, for whatever reason... He decided, all right, I'm now I'm gonna now I'm gonna hit this guy. Now now I'm gonna attack this guy. So now he apologizes. Does the apology mean anything to anyone? It's not the kind of man I wanna be. I wanna bring peace and love into the world. I'm still a work in progress. The LAPD would like to know a little bit more. Now, Chris Rock is not pressing charges. But the LAPD is still, as they say, investigating. The Oscars are questioning whether or not he gets to keep his Oscar. But the Oscars have bigger problems. Because the Oscars let him sit there. That's called Will Smith privilege. If you slap somebody where you work, you will get escorted out. You'll at least be sent home for the day. At the very least, you'll be sent home for the day. Chris Rock gets slapped by Will Smith, and people go up to Will Smith to make sure he's okay. They checked on Will Smith to make sure he was okay. That's incredible. That is absolutely, positively incredible. That's called Will Smith privilege. I will not let anybody tell me about my privilege ever. Because I don't have that power. They didn't tell him to leave. Hey, you're going home for the rest of the day. Well, you can't stay here. 
No, 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 no. You slapped a guy. We can't be seen not doing something. You got to go. He's the biggest star in the room. He's the front runner to win the best Oscar, best uh, actor Oscar for uh, for King Richard. I mean, he's right there to do it. And they say, eh, we can't, you know, we can't, can't send him away. We, we kind of need him. So that's privilege. That's power. That's privilege. That's what that is. Just so we all understand each other, just so we know how it went down. You have never in your life had the kind of privilege that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith get. Never. Never once in your life. I think it needs to be recognized because they're the kind of people who tell you how they're put upon. They are not put upon. I won't engage that for a second. Maybe in previous parts of their life, they were put upon. But at that moment, nobody in America had more privilege than those two. Absolutely, positively, no one. And I think that is worth discussing. I think that is worth noting. It's important that we are aware that the 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 opportunity that was provided them is one that you and I will never get. Sorry, I, I hate to I hate to break that down to you. The apology though is is the part that's stunning to me. Cause the apology, it doesn't mean anything. Right? The apology does not mean anything. Why how could it? Why, why, why should it? Who, who is he apologizing to? To Chris Rock? Okay. On Instagram? Yeah, right? It's too late at this point. You're apologizing to a guy on Instagram. This is, this is how it goes now. Hey, listen, I, uh, I slapped you. I slapped you pretty hard. I slapped you like a bitch. My bad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's not who who buys into this? Who believes this that somehow there there's something here uh that that's 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 worth looking at. It's ridiculous. This is the argument. There's nothing here. So it doesn't matter. He like wrote something on Instagram about how he he apologizes. What the what in the world does your Instagram matter? Who who cares? Did you go to the man's house and knock on the door? I think that's a legitimate question. Did you go to his house and knock on the door? If you didn't go to his house and knock on the door, what, what were you doing? What exactly are or do you think your apology is, is, is about? What do you think it actually provides? And the answer is nothing. So the apology doesn't matter. Now also understand that if it were you or me, we wouldn't have a job for a while. Now maybe it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be never again, right? Maybe it wouldn't be never again. 
but we could certainly argue that it would be a while before we had another gig. If you slap Chris Rock, Tony Katz, you would never work again. Are you kidding me? Right? I, I would I would never have a job again. Is that is that it? No chance. Are you kidding me? No way. So, I think you're right. Well, let, let's try it. Let's try it. Why don't you come to my home studio? I'll slap you, producer Ari, and we'll see what happens. I'm not famous enough. Yeah, yeah, but it'd still be great. It'd, just, it'd be like a test run, right? Okay. Well- no, nobody else in America could get away with this kind of stuff. Not for a second. Now, what I said yesterday, I want to make sure I'm clear about it, because... There was there was a take that, that that took place yesterday that I thought was just just out of control, which is yeah, how how dare Will Smith? And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. If you believe that your wife is being insulted and you want to respond physically, you can do that. I put forth to you that there are reasons to respond physically. And I object to the people who have been yelling and screaming, well, violence doesn't solve anything. Stop talking. You sound ridiculous. Of course violence solves something. Sometimes violence solves a great many things. In this case, it didn't solve anything because nothing was said that was warranting a violence. Nothing. Nothing that got said. The idea that it, there, it, it doesn't matter what God said. Well, I don't, sorry, I'm just not there. Sticks and stones, Tony. No, not always. I think that's the more honest approach. I think that's the more rational place to be from. And there is something, you know, that is worthy of discussion here. The question is not whether or not, uh, you know, you can engage that way. It's whether or not you should. And there was clearly no win in this for... For for Will Smith, he he was out of his head. He he was he was ridiculous. But the other one that I'm hearing is, you mean you're okay with people sleeping with your wife, but you're not okay with them telling a joke? Because I guess even Regina Hall, the uh, actress uh, who was one of the hosts, made a kind of joke about the open relationship thing they have, which I didn't really know about. At the Oscars, she made yeah, that joke. She, yeah, she kind of made that joke, right? Uh, I wasn't. She watching. alluded to it at the Oscars. So when I see people on the political right, my people, right, my people, my people, when I see them engaged in this in this conversation, I immediately say, and I say out loud, "Could you please focus for five damn minutes?" Just focus for a second. You don't care what happens in someone's bedroom, do you? You don't want to be accused of caring about what happens in somebody's bedroom. Why are you caring about what happens in someone's bedroom? I don't care what they do. I don't care if they like to sleep with a band of marauding midgets. It means nothing to me. Oh, my God. That's so specific. Well, what can I say? I'm I'm a visual thinker. The question before us is, is there a response to someone insulting your wife that's acceptable? If you have an open marriage, you can no longer respond to someone insulting your wife? Caring about what people do in a bedroom is weird. And I would appreciate it if you didn't care what I do. Because I, I, I just want to say for, for, for the record that, you know, I... Um, I uh I I may possibly 
Dude, stop. Possibly. Oh, my God. Do some uh, oh. Do some things. What are you Yes, 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 yes. Holy what? This is what? not This Am is I, not the Tuesday. How dare com- you? How dare you judge me? Maybe I'm a guy in the bedroom who likes show tunes. I, 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 I'm just saying. I just saying I didn't need to know it. I don't care. Right? Sometimes I use the show tune as a way of timing things. Oh I my am not God! My Are you serious? I'm just saying I, I don't want to be judged. I'm gonna throw up. I don't want to be judged. And I cannot believe that I've got so-called conservatives out there judging these people on what they do in a bedroom. Because it's completely missing the mark of the conversation and it makes them look like schmucks. Drives me crazy. Drives me nuts. Absolutely crazy. In a world of personal responsibility, Will Smith has to deal with what he did. This is something I know a little something about. I've made the mistakes. Sometimes you're lucky and your mistakes happen in the dark of night. Sometimes you're a little less lucky and they happen on TV. Sometimes national, sometimes public access. Happens. You got to deal with the responsibility. I'm a big believer in this. Will Smith has to deal with this fact. And Will Smith has to deal with the fact that he changed public perception of himself. He changed how people see him and visualize him and think of him. He changed that. He may have changed what deals he gets in the future. He certainly changed what I think of him and Jada. I always thought that, all right, they maybe have a relationship different than mine, but they seem normal. No, they don't seem normal. They seem like she's in charge and his job is just to do what she wants. He does not look like much of a man in this scenario. Why is that offensive? I can't can't worry about that at all. It's also factual. It's how I take it. It's how I take it. And this is is true across the board. That's for him to deal with. That's for him to deal with. An apology on Instagram, I think, is the weirdest thing in the world. You walk up to Chris Rock's house, you knock on his door, and you say, Chris, I did you dirty, and I'd like to apologize to you. And then maybe Chris slaps him in the face. I don't know what happens. I'll tell you, I don't want a big television thing made out of it. I don't want to be at the Oscars next year, and they're both presenting for best actor. And then uh, Chris slaps, and we're like, ha, ha, all settled. We're not all settled. We're not all settled. The conversation of privilege, what the Academy will accept, how people are responding, and somehow the idea that one can't actually respond to an insult to someone's wife, you just got to take it? These are all weird things to me. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm Tony Katz. I got I I got to give this more time cuz I think this is really one of the better stories out there. It it was um NBC4 I think it's in Ohio uh reporting that the fastest growing group of gun owners in the US is black women. 
that's fantastic. This, according to the National African American Gun Association, which I didn't even know there there was a thing. Um, remember, when people talk about gun control, whenever that conversation comes up, gun control's history is a history of trying to keep black people from gun ownership. And that gun control comes from, historically, Democrats. Republicans don't have an issue with black men and women choosing to utilize their Second Amendment rights. Never have. Don't now. Shouldn't now. Why would you? Get trained. Utilize your rights. Gotta love it. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.